This podcast is sponsored by BetterHelp. I seriously love BetterHelp so much. They're one of my favorite sponsors, and I will tell you why I love them so much. When I started this podcast, I was going through a really rough time. I'm talking drug relapse, drug addiction, drug abuse, relationship issues, anxiety, depression. I was going through one of the craziest moves of my life, so therapy really helped me get through a lot of that. And online therapy is, in my opinion, even better than going to a therapist's office because, let's face it, our lives have changed the last year or so, and I just feel like online therapy is the best way to go. BetterHelp will assess your needs and match you with your own licensed professional therapist, and you can start communicating with them in less than 48 hours. They really do match you with, with a therapist so quickly. It takes, in my case, less than 24 hours. It's not a crisis line. It's not self-help. It's professional counseling done securely online. And there's a broad range of expertise available, which might not really be locally available in all areas. The service is available for clients worldwide, and it's super easy to access your account. You can log in, you can send a message to your counselor really at any time you want, and you'll get timely and thoughtful responses. Plus, you can schedule weekly video or phone sessions, whatever you prefer. I like to do phone sessions sometimes because sometimes I like to, to go on a walk when I, go on, when I do my therapy sessions. It's really up to you. Traditional therapy can come with kind of a stressful energy attached to it. So I really love how BetterHelp is really controlled by the, the patient. If you want to connect with your therapist and communicate something with them, they have a journal feature, which I absolutely love. This journal feature has the option of sharing your journal entries with your therapist, but if you want to keep them totally uh, private and anonymous towards yourself, you don't have to share them with your therapist. But I really like this feature because for many of us, starting fresh with a new therapist gives us a lot of anxiety and it can trigger us. Um, so if you feel like that, you're not alone. I felt the same exact way because let's face it, a new therapist has to ask questions and try to get on the same page as where their client is. And sometimes rehashing our, our history of trauma and all the details can become kind of exhausting and a little bit annoying. So what I do when I start with a new therapist, like I did on BetterHelp, is I use the journal feature and I wrote kind of a lengthy email explaining to the therapist where what I've been through in the last few years, where I'm at right now, what I'm looking for in therapy, and what kind of therapy I've done, what kind of therapy I'm interested in, and what I'd like um, out of a therapist. So this is super important. If starting with a brand new therapist gives you panic or anxiety or stress, 
This is the most stress-free approach you could possibly do. I love how they matched me with someone with the experience and qualifications that I asked for. I personally asked for a therapist who had some experience with eating disorders, depression, and relationship trauma. Once BetterHelp matched me with my therapist, she messaged me right away and then I scheduled my first session with her for that week. The process is easy, effortless, and stress-free. BetterHelp is more affordable than traditional offline counseling and financial aid is available. So if you're going through a hard time right now, and let's face it, so many of us are, whether it's emotional turbulence, depression, anxiety, relationship issues, LGBTQ issues, whatever it is, body image, self-esteem, BetterHelp wants you to start living a happier life today. Visit betterhelp.com vibe. That's betterhelp, H-E-L-P, and join over 1 million people who have taken charge of their mental health with the help of an experienced professional. Vibe within listeners, you get 10% off of your first month of online counseling at betterhelp.com slash vibe. That's betterhelp.com slash vibe. Betterhelp.com slash vibe. Go start online therapy. DM me on Instagram. Let me know how it's going. And I hope that you get the help, the support, and the healing that you deserve. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. Welcome to the Vibe Within Podcast. I'm your host, Gab Cohen. Each week, we will connect through stories and conversations about wellness, yoga, addictions, spirituality, mental health, rituals, and everything in between. The goal is to transform our traumas into strengths to create the change we desire in our lives. My mission is to help others by shining awareness on real-life topics so we can learn new ways to heal physically, emotionally, and spiritually. Whatever you are going through in this moment, you are not alone. So let's connect and heal our vibe within. Hopefully good. Hopefully you are embracing all of these changes occurring in life. Welcome back to the Vibe Within podcast. I'm your host Gab Cohen and I'm really happy to be back and able to record more steady and have a home and have a place to record. It's a little things in life Uh, but This episode is all about embracing change 
and honoring the process and the journey and anchoring down into the discomfort and the uncertainty. I'm going to make this intro super short um, because I just feel like it. I hope everybody's doing all right, even though there's a lot of energetic pulls and changes happening drastically and fast with our relationships, our job, um, finances. I get lots of DMs from you guys asking me, like, you know, what should I do or this and that or like, where, how do you make money and all this shit. And it's like, I don't, sometimes I don't have the answers. Sometimes we just have to anchor down into the unknowing and find a way to surrender within the process because even though it's painful and because we don't know if things are going to work out, things are going to work out and everything's temporary. So that's what this episode's all about and I hope that you resonate with it. I hope it helps you in some way. Tag me uh, on Instagram, share this episode with a friend or a loved one, subscribe. All of these things helps the podcast thrive. If you liked the music in the intro, it's Tom Mish, The Journey. Um, I just love him so so good his his sounds are just super flowy and he does have songs that he has vocals in and i recommend going and listening and watching the tiny desk concert with tom mish it's fucking amazing so with that said let's get into the episode all right here we go so i am finally taking time to record a new episode um it's been a couple weeks I guess since I've recorded a new one sometimes I I post ones that I've pre-recorded so if you're wondering why I'm saying that I'm finally recording is because the most previous episode was one that I recorded a couple months ago but it doesn't really matter so right now I'm actually sitting on my porch my sunroom that's in the house that I finally moved into in Philly and if you've been following me on Instagram or you're a friend or a family member and you're just tuning into this podcast you definitely know the struggle that comes with moving and this huge transition and I'm not just talking about me this transition that has been happening the past few months from March until now spring renewal a lot of energy that's moving around us and sometimes it's really hard to navigate through it with a clear mind because everything seems to happen at once if you haven't realized um it seems like all of the bad things will happen at once and then all of the good things happen at once and there's really really no balance But that's just how life is, and that's the challenge of working through the discomfort and working through the waves of highs and lows. Nothing's ever going to be perfect in every area of our life, like our living situation, our job, our finances, our relationships, um, new projects that we're doing, friends, family. These are all categories of our life that sometimes aren't going to be fully in alignment all the time. And that's not what people want to hear, of course. 
But this whole transition of me moving to Philly sporadically and spur of the moment kind of has been a learning experience because it's been a true testament to what it feels like to listen to the voice within, listening to your gut. And even if it feels uncomfortable, even if it's scary to leave your comfort zone, even if everything seems chaotic and nothing is in alignment, understand that it's temporary and one by one you'll start to get things into alignment. It's really funny because as I was in transition and basically couch surfing and homeless for a month in Philly without my cat, without all of my stuff, really just my head was just not clear. I felt not grounded. I felt scared. I felt just unworthy because nothing was lining up and that's not a way to live because as much as we want to say to ourselves oh we got to keep pushing we got to keep working if if things aren't aligning then it's our fault no it just takes time so what I'm saying is that when I felt so ungrounded and so uncentered while I was couch surfing things in my career started to line up even though I didn't have a home, even though my shit was all in a storage unit, even though I didn't have my cat, even though I didn't have a real job, um, quote unquote, (laughs) job, whatever that means anymore, because that's a whole other thing that I'll get into. But it seemed like people were reaching out to me on Instagram. People were connecting with me. I was getting loads of emails, loads of CBD companies reaching out to me, almost like funny in a way, like every day there'd be a handful of opportunities in my mailbox or in my DMs or in my text messages, or I meet somebody in person that day who, you know, has an opportunity for me or the most recent one that I found really hilarious is that I met a guy on a hinge the dating app we haven't met up with each other yet but he manages a bar and I told him that I'm looking for a bartending work and he was like oh let me help you I know all the amazing bars like we'll get your resume out there blah 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 you literally never know the opportunities that can come into your life So if you shut yourself down and you turn off your your motivation just because things aren't quote unquote going the right way or working out, then you're really limiting yourself to the full potential that you have the capability to bring in and receive. If I were to shut myself down and be depressed and continue drinking and doing drugs and be miserable while I was couch surfing and trying to find an apartment, then my mind wouldn't be clear enough to even find a place to live because nobody wants to really communicate with somebody who's so closed down and negative and I knew that wasn't going to get me anywhere so I needed to somehow lift myself out of the mud and find ways to keep myself going and keep myself motivated and creative even though things in every aspect of my life except for my career seem to be going downhill like my uh, living situation my relationships with my family my relationships with my friends Um, but it's been a true learning experience as well which friends help 
you in the crazy situations that life throws you. The people that step up to the plate and are there for you, those are the friends who also, if you, you know, dwindle apart for a month or two because you're busy and because you have a lot of productivity going on or you're traveling or you know you have stuff with your family but then when you come back together and you hang out it's like no time has passed those are the friends you want to hold on to and even new people who who I've met a few new people I've met here have been more interactive with me than a lot of people I knew in Miami and it's just been a very big eye-opening experience so this is what is inspiring me to record today Um, it's a little bit of just knowledge nuggets and what I can offer you after being in a dark period so basically I went to Miami last the end of the month of of may to get all of my shit in storage to pack up to you know teach a couple of classes to say my goodbyes whatever it was a really great experience because i got to hang out with a, a few friends i stayed at a friend's apartment i did a lot of detoxing i did a lot of sauna did a lot of connecting with her and i also got a tattoo i i you know, did a photo shoot, but those were the things that felt like were feeding my creative soul, and I didn't worry about meeting up with people who weren't putting in the effort to meet up with me, and as challenging as that is for us to realize is that we shouldn't ever be the ones that are putting ourselves out there constantly, constantly texting, calling, and not getting replies. Um, and not getting human interaction. Um, if it feels like it's being forced, then just let it go. That, that relationship's not serving a purpose for you anymore. And there are going to be other relationships and connections and friendships that come in through letting that one go because it creates space, mental space, emotional space, energy space, because when you're latching on to a relationship or a friendship that is really just blasé, it's bleak, it's not really doing you anything, you're holding mental capacity for that person when you could honestly just move forward and and not really give that too much energy anymore. So it's challenging the older we get to kind of put into lists like okay which people which groups of people require a lot of energy to hang out with them even though I love them as a friend um and which people who's easy like I don't like the word easy but effortless organic who are the people who you can communicate with each day and it's very easy it's very organic and when you hang out it feels like not forced It's, you don't have to make crazy plans. It's just, it is what it is. Those are the people you should really stick by. So basically, after a week in Miami, I was reunited with Nar, my cat, and my mom drove down to Miami, which was sort of a nightmare because me and her got in a fight. And I'm pretty transparent on my podcast. So I'm just really 
bearing it all. Me and my mom don't have the best relationship right now. We go, we it goes in waves. We've been really stagnant and not speaking to each other too much because our communication is just terrible. And she keeps things from me and she keeps secrets from me and she doesn't know how to communicate with me. And um, the, the day that she came was just a mess. Uh, she basically drove down my cat and didn't have a place to stay didn't have a hotel didn't have anything she didn't tell me that she didn't tell me that she was still looking for a hotel it was just a mess and we got in a huge fight and it was just one of the most challenging days of my life because everything all of my trauma and all of my pain and all of my discomfort from the past couple months of just stress and cortisol and adrenaline and fight or flight was all coming up to the surface and I was taking it out on her because we take out our pain and aggression on the ones we love the most because we know that they're not going to leave us and I know that's not right because I'm speaking it into words right now and I and I'm fully aware that what I do with my anger isn't always the best. With that said, I am not going to take full blame for our falling out because this has been an issue for years so it's not just me that has you know problems with with my mom my stepdad does too and it's really challenging to navigate through it in an adult and clear and calm way when my life has been so chaotic so I kind of just I blew up and I let the anger get the best of me and I'm not happy about it. And I told her that we're going to have to rebuild our our relationship slowly because I can't sit here and pretend that nothing happened. Um, When fights happen and words are exchanged and there's things you can't take back um, on both sides, because it was both sides. She said a lot of really, really hurtful things to me as well. I'm not going to get into detail, but just know that if you have a challenging relationship with your mom and there's some crazy fights and and miscommunications going on, uh, you're not alone. This is something that I've been really trying to heal my relationship with my inner child and shadow work and my relationship with my mom, but it seems like it's not really getting anywhere right now so that's definitely a work in progress but to continue with what I'm saying is that that day was super super intense because I with pretty much no energy um, and by myself I had to empty out my storage unit I sold stuff I was at my storage unit for literally probably six hours Um, My phone died. I didn't have any music playing on my phone. It was just my cat because I brought my cat in the storage unit. It's like on the seventh floor. There was nobody there. Like it was just like an empty fucking warehouse. So he was just roaming around and I hadn't seen him in almost two months. So it was really cool to just see his communication and interaction with me. And once he started seeing me like in beast mode, trying to like clean out my my suitcases and there was clothes everywhere and there was furniture everywhere and just all of my stuff was laid out on the floor of of this warehouse storage place and this moment of complete panic washed over me because I was just like 
am I doing the right thing right now? Am I am I clearing out my space here and leaving Miami and is this the correct thing to do? And am I being foolish? And then all those thoughts started to to flow through and then I told myself, "No. The time is now because if we're thinking about making a change and our gut is telling us, hey, like, let's try out this city or let's try out this job or let's leave this job or let's just move apartments. That wouldn't be happening for no reason. You wouldn't be hearing these voices for no reason. Um, your gut instinct, your higher self. So it would be more um, destructive for me to stay in Miami and just be like, oh, no, like, I'm not going to go to Philly. That's crazy. No, it's not crazy. Like restarting and taking initiative and getting out of your comfort zone is necessary to open up new possibilities and new channels and like just a new life. Like what's wrong with that? Um, I'm fortunate enough to have saved a little bit of money just to have a little bit of a cushion so that I can do this. But at the same time, Miami kind of spit me out. So if you're not familiar with what happened a few episodes back, I explained what happened with losing my apartment and becoming homeless and having to give my cat to my mom. And it was just a fucking mess. So that's why I came up to Philly and everything just seemed to make sense when I came up here because the energy in the north is a lot different and the people are a lot different. And I just felt welcomed. I felt like this could really be it this I could make a life here everything's temporary I don't have to say that I'm going to be here forever because I don't even know if I can do the winter here I'm already thinking about subletting my room in the winter and traveling for my birthday and just never putting ourselves in a box and saying well this is where I'm going to live for 10 years like because that's scary in itself and that that puts kind of a bleak like layer over your life because then you're just like oh this is how my life is for this amount of time there's no way that I'm going to get out of this there's always options to make your life more fulfilling and it just takes opening the mind using your resources and like journaling I know that sounds really cheesy but like putting your words and your direction and your your goals on paper and just having a having a fucking like vision like visioning it and not just quote unquote oh I'm gonna sit there and manifest and let the let the universe drop it into my lap and if it doesn't drop into my lap then it wasn't meant to be well no like you have to go and actually do the work and like for me for example just to like bring it into like an actual example like when I moved here, I wasn't just going to like couch surf and just hope that somebody offered me a place to stay and, oh, I got a free room. Like, no. Or, or I got a room to rent. Like, no. I was on Craigslist and like multiple apps every single day. I was texting people. I was posting in Facebook groups. I was, it was like a full-time fucking job. I was going out and meeting roommates. I was going and viewing apartments with people every day all day like I was on my phone my fingers felt like they were gonna fall off I felt like I was fucking draining myself of my like sanity because of how many people I was interacting with and how how many things fell through but that didn't stop me manifesting requires 
you to do the work and understand what the work is. Finding a job. A job's not just going to fall into your lap by going out and telling people, oh, I'm looking for this job. Like, of course, word of mouth and verbalizing what you want in your life is going to help you get what you want because then more people will know what you want and it's putting the feels out there. And if they, if they hear something, then it's going to come to you. But emailing, being online, sending out your resume, fixing your resume, up-leveling, like doing the work is part of the manifestation. So like nothing's just going to come to you easy peasy unless you have this crazy list of contacts, which how would you get a crazy list of contacts? Not from nothing, not from doing nothing, probably from your jobs, probably from working and putting yourself out there and marketing yourself and meeting people. It takes energy to bring in the desires that you are asking for. And one of the main lessons that I've learned from this entire experience of moving and finding a new home and moving cities and just crazy chaos and cortisol and like I said flight or fight fight or flight I feel like I was in fight or flight mode for a full two two and a half months that can put a lot of stress in your body um which I'll get into but surrendering to what is and surrendering to what is unknown sorry if you hear birds chirping and cars honking um in my sunroom and the energy in here is just really good so this is where I'm gonna record today but the birds chirping is kind of nice I don't know anyways so as I was saying um surrendering to what is was the biggest practice and humbling experience that I could practice because there was so much uncertainty in where I was going to stay and where I was going to live and so many questions that I had why why is this person dropping me out of their life why is this happening and everything just synchronicity wise just started to fall into place and even though I was so unknowing of where I was going to live um, and I was putting in so much energy into that situation and I had so much hope and desire that something amazing and perfect would line up, I had to anchor myself into the journey. And surrendering can actually create the space that we need for our desires to actually become reality. So the constant resistance and attachments to the outcomes and controlling the situation is only creating more stress and cortisol in our bodies. The resistance, that's cortisol. If we are resisting, it's only blocking us from the potential of our dreams becoming reality. So I really truly realized that when I started understanding that stressing out is only going to create a bubble of resistance around me and my aura is not going to help me find a solution to this problem and this transition in my life. One thing I will say if you're going through a move especially to another state and all of your 
all of your plans are kind of up in the air, that's an amazing time to practice anchoring down and grounding down into the earth. And even though you feel like your life is all over the place, it's a huge challenging practice to find contentment within the chaos, within the uncertainty, within the what the fuck is happening in my life? What am I doing? I can't believe that this is where I'm at right now. Anchoring down into that journey and embracing the shitty downfalls and the constant treadmill running that feels like it's never going to end. The light at the end of the tunnel seemed for me so far away and I couldn't even I couldn't even feel it. I couldn't even see it for for weeks, for over a month. I couldn't. I just felt like nothing was going to work out. Like, this is fucking insane. How long is this going to be going on for? How long am I going to be, quote, unquote, homeless? How long is it going to be before I see my cat? It was just like, why is this happening to me? Why, why, why? Poor me. Pity me. Like, you know, woe is me. Everything's happening to me. And no, like, everything wasn't happening to me. Everything was happening for me. The reason why things weren't lining up as fast as I had wished is because this opportunity that finally pulled through the house that I'm sitting in right now, I wouldn't have been able to move into this house if I rushed into a living situation that wasn't really right for me. And there were tons of them. And, and there were tons of places that I saw that were like, oh, this, yeah, this is okay, but I don't like this. And I don't feel safe or this or that. I don't like the person. I wasn't trying to rush into a living situation where I already had this sense of insecurity and fear and knowing that I was going to have to move again because moving is so fucking stressful and I'm quite frankly done moving for a while. Like this is it for me. Like I'm going to be here in this house hopefully for a year. Um, even if I travel, I'm going to sublet my room. I'm not going anywhere. Like, this is it. I'm at the time of my life where I need to heal my root chakra. I need to heal, like, from the ground up and anchor down and really find gratitude and abundance, especially now because of how I've seen my life go from sleeping on couches and not knowing where I'm living and not knowing how I'm going to be making money to now having a home having my cat, having cool roommates. And this house is everything I had wished for. It's everything that I had, quote unquote, been manifesting. It's everything that I had hoped that we would have in a house. So I just need to find immense gratitude now that things have come full circle and I've, I've seen that things can happen. You just can't rush the process. And... I had friends who told me throughout this process what, that when I was finding a place, just go with whatever place, you know, like just pick a place like it shouldn't take this long or you're, you're being too picky or like if I was you, I would just find the quickest place and just move in now. And I was just like, no, that doesn't feel right. That doesn't feel right to me. Like, why should I have to rush? Why should I have to put myself in a scenario that makes me feel uncomfortable and ultimately deep down I'll know hey this is super super temporary and like that just that would just make me feel a hundred percent more ungrounded knowing that it's just another hop it's just another stepping stone I didn't have the energy in me to do that so 
I had to take initiative and just listen to the voice within and say, look, there's no rush. I, I rented a little room in my friend's apartment um, weekly, which helped me out so much. And that was the stepping stone that I needed. I was there for like three and a half weeks. That b- bought me more time. And then this lined up with the house. It's just like you never know what is actually available for you on the other side of the curtain. And if you're so if you're so like in the mindset of like, no, I need this instant gratification now. I need my life to work out right now. I need this situation to like just fucking change right now, then you're rushing the process of the universe and you really don't know what amazing things can come your way. So I just think that's a huge, a huge curveball that I've noticed is that I need to anchor down into the discomfort and understand that we're all doing our best and our highest self and our gut and our inner voice is there to help us and guide us and we're doing our very best. So throughout the process, honestly, it felt like no matter how hard I tried, to align things quote-unquote properly everything was falling through the cracks and that's what I'm saying is that until one day I just said you know what fuck this I'm gonna completely surrender I said okay this is my life right now how can I make the most of it and still live in abundance and gratitude even though things are so shaky and ungrounded and whatever how can I find ways to feel super happy, super grateful, and feel like I have everything in the world that I need. How can I just not give a fuck? How can I just embrace this dark period of unknowing, uncertainty, and anxiety? How can we anchor down and reroute ourselves into the dirt even though it felt so unnatural to get comfortable anywhere that I was staying, for example? It's it's a chance to grow, it's a chance to get strong, and pain is power, and pain is strength, and pain will give you the opportunity to understand what you can actually withhold and get through, and then you're going to be like, oh, you know what, I've been through this, I've been through that, this is fucking cake, so what helped me with the moments of, of not clear ways of thinking and uncertainty is having a set list and having tools in my toolbox knowing that those things were going to help me get through a painful day a physically painful day an emotionally painful day uh, a mentally challenging day maybe everything fell through that day and I felt like I just took 10 steps back I would have certain things that I could do in my life Um, that would help ground me and center me and make me realize that I am alive and I have a healthy body and I have two feet and I have my sight, I have my hearing, I have friends, I have my family, I have my, you know, love for myself, I have have my yoga practice and those are the things that ultimately are making me alive right now. My living situation isn't life or death. So we have to understand that in these times of despair and challenging times, that it's going to pass everything's temporary so what helped me is moving around breathing getting in the sun 
journaling, reading in the sun, just being in the sun, honestly, has been the biggest therapy for me because there's nothing like natural vitamin D. The sun soaking into your pores can actually like clear out mental junk. Um, breathing deep in the sun, super simple, sounds really cheesy, but like do it. I promise you it's gonna help. Visualization for me has helped a lot um, as part of like the manifesting journey um, and if you haven't listened to my episode all about manifesting I kind of like in a way positive slaughter the word so that we can better understand what it means to manifest because with all of these workshops and like I don't know just courses and stuff all about manifesting it's like really crazy but take it from me I mean I've been I've suffered with anxiety, I've suffered with depression, I've suffered with panic attacks, and when you're at your lowest, like, when you're at your very lowest, and you hear somebody say, oh, just manifest it, you're gonna fucking want to kill yourself. (laughs) Like, I've been there, so I know what it feels like to just call bullshit on all of this. Um, But honestly, visualization, visualizing that you're going to get what you want, that everything is going to work out and that you're gonna find that that apartment, you're gonna find that job, you're gonna find that relationship, you're gonna heal yourself, you're gonna get better physically or whatever it is that you need to happen and shift in your life, visualizing it can really help and journaling while you're envisioning it. Um, I watch a lot of YouTube videos, too, based around healing. Dr. Joe Dispenza, I know I've mentioned him in my podcast before. I'm still waiting to get that book um, because it's on back order on, like, the website on Amazon. Um, But there's so many YouTube videos with him and the other two doctors that he's kind of linked up with. And that documentary, Heal, they talk all about visualization and quantum physics and literally changing the the dynamic of the way that our genes and our epigenetics and our bodies work because of the power of thought and moving energy into like a more positive way because we find ourselves stuck in these dark moments and dark negative thoughts and those can actually like make you sick and manifest into your body because the mind is manifesting at such a high rate and the energy is just absorbing into your body and that's what can create disease and inflammation. Inflammation is energy. Inflammation is what the body does when it's in shock mode or it thinks that it's getting sick or it's hit with cortisol or it's trying to fight a disease inflammation happens to actually protect the body from disease even though that you know might feel like it's not when we get all painful and inflamed it's the body trying to protect from illness and toxins and this and that so i've been dealing a lot with inflammation recently a lot of Um, hormonal imbalance and um, the next episode is going to be all about that so basically let's get back into what I was saying is all the things that were that helped me um, 
even in like the worst day like for example I went to like three apartments in Philly um I felt like I had nobody to talk to that day my body felt like shit um and I felt like what am I doing am I like I'm not supposed to be here I should just fly back to Miami I can't believe I'm here I can't believe that my friend dropped me like that blah 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 Just walking around the park and being around people and absorbing positive energy and listening to a podcast on my headphones while drinking tea or drinking coffee, the most simple fucking ritual you could ever do. That is some of the most healing shit. I'm not even kidding you. Like when I'm stuck in my house all day or if if you're stuck inside all day at work and then you get out, right? And you're in you're in the outside world and you feel the sun you feel the fresh breeze on your skin doesn't your mood just like instantly shift so spending as much time as you can outside especially in the spring and the summer months like taking advantage of being outside which is exactly why I'm recording right now on my sun in the sunroom because you feel like you're outside it's you know screened in but there's vines everywhere and um if you check out my Instagram, I'll, I'll post some some pictures in my stories, but I've never had a sunroom like that this before. I never lived in a house that that has had a little nook like this that makes me feel creative and good, so I'm taking advantage of it. Um, being outside is just full-blown therapy, so get outside. I know that when you're stuck in a depressed, a depressed like state of mind or just a depression phase like it's so hard to leave your house take it from me um the past five days I've only left the house maybe like twice um but getting out of your comfort zone and ripping off the band-aid and saying all right I'm just gonna go walk to the coffee shop I'm gonna get a coffee I'm gonna walk around fucking 20 minutes 30 minutes that can literally change your entire day um calling a friend, working out, writing, recording, like do whatever feeds your soul and nourishes your soul. Even if you suck at it, even if you suck at playing the drums, even if you suck at guitar, even if you suck at running, go fucking do it anyway. If it makes you feel good, then who the fuck cares? Like we have to stop like being out of our head and our ego needs to stop caring so much about what other people are seeing us as because chances are they're so in their head and we're all so wrapped up in our heads and and worried about what we look like that it's like nothing even matters we're just all stuck in in our own individual chaotic matrix universes that nobody cares what you're wearing nobody cares that you have a pimple on your face nobody cares that you have gained five pounds because they probably don't even realize it. We are our own worst critic and that's what we really need to work on as the collective. Um, Doing more yoga, doing more meditations has been really challenging for me. I know that meditating is like this fucking cure-all and every podcast I listen to is, oh yeah, I've been meditating, this and that. I'm not a big meditator, I'm going to be honest. I have to be like 
in the sauna sweating my ass off getting out of my body in order to like have a good meditation but what helps me is actually being outside in the sun because the sun has this way of like just giving me this not give a fuck energy and I'll put my headphones in and I'll breathe it's not like I'm doing 45 minute meditations or anything just little ones whenever I can and I'm actually super stoked to teach meditations during the yoga retreat that's next week because I love actually teaching breathing and meditations. It's just hard for me to to get there. It's hard for me to um, to do it on my own. <laughs> so, yeah, what a coincidence, right? Um, so, opening our mind in any way and allowing ourselves to step away from the chaos and the quote-unquote problem or the situation that's been creating so much stress can only help our minds and help us receive new possibilities and downloads and reach a new level of thinking. So we can maybe tackle those stressors in a different way. Like if we're just obsessing, you hear it all the time, if you're just obsessing and you're you can't let go of this, you know, attachment and you're just, you're, what's the word I'm looking for? Harping, harping on a situation, harping on the past, harping on the future. Um, if we can just allow ourselves to step away from that situation for a moment, we can start to clear out that way of thinking said than done but we have to force ourselves we have to be forceful because the ego is just just gonna fuck shit up so we have to actually be forceful with the ego i know that like it's not all yogi and meditation and light light whatever but we have to put the ego in check and fucking throw it down to the ground and be like, no, this is not acceptable. I'm not going to allow myself to think that everything's just shattering and my world just crumbling down. Like, no, this is going to work out. Everything's temporary and I need to step away. I need to go and work on myself and my healing. I need to go in the sun and to go work out. I need to go, you know, whatever creative source that's going to give you a new sense, a new, like, refreshed feeling, just go do it. Then come back to the situation in a different way. Go do a yoga class. Go do a hot yoga class. I fucking guarantee you, you're not going to be the same person after. Even if you've never done yoga before, go do a hot yoga class. I know that sounds crazy, even if you've never done it before, but you have to start somewhere. And I remember my first yoga class that I ever took was a fucking like heated yoga class and I didn't even know any of the postures you figure it out you look around you listen to the teacher the teacher's there to guide you just go get out of your comfort comfort zone we have to learn ways to get over the hump of discomfort like that initial scramble of figuring shit out it shouldn't be rushed like I'm saying before it should be embraced When shit hits the fan, this is, like, the perfect opportunity for you to be like, all right, this is temporary. Like, thank God for that. What are the little tiny steps I can do to problem solve this? Like a game. Who can I reach out to? Who can I ask for help? 
what can I do to start getting the ball rolling that's going to help me figure this out? The constant worry and lining things up and reaching out to people and constantly on our phones trying to get help from everyone, like, it's stressful. It's super, super stressful, but we have to, like, take it one th- one thing at a time. We can't start fixing every category in our life. Like I was saying in the beginning of the podcast, we can't fix our financial situation, our relationship, our relationship with our mom, our relationship with our dad, our sister, our boyfriend, our girlfriend. We can't fix our home situation, um, our job. We can't fix all of that at once. That's like mind-blowing multitasking that doesn't make sense. So we have to be graceful and be smart about where we're putting our energy and what ideas and navigations we are putting our energy towards. And that just is all about being mindful and aware. That's why yoga is such an amazing practice to bring into your life because it helps you realize what things are not such a big deal and it helps us pick our internal battles and it puts in alignment like what's super important and what's can be put on the back burner as far as like is this dire like the world's not ending I have my health gratitude abundance that's why yogis seemed like they have it all put together right so from the outside you look at a spiritual yogi meditation teacher guru whatever the fuck you want to say that they have their life all figured out oh my god how is their life just so smooth and this and that everything just seems perfect for them they never go through any problems well it's because they find gratitude and abundance even in the dark periods even in the fucking shit chaos shit storm that can happen they are somehow finding a way to anchor down into gratitude in their life and not sweating the small stuff. And even if it's a big thing that's happening that's kind of shitty, they're finding their tools to get through it because being mindful and being present and having an awareness practice or a yoga practice helps you connect to your body, which then helps you connect to your mind, which then helps you connect to what needs to get done and accomplished um, and what is meant to happen and the voice that you hear and your gut feelings it makes you all more aware of that through this process of pain of change of transition especially now we're moving into June and the summer solstice renewal um, through this process, it's best that we keep our eyes on our own paper and we put our blinders on because during these huge shifts of career, money, relationships, all the second guessing and wishing and hoping, the worst possible thing we could do is compare our paths to others. Comparing our careers and opportunities to others is the most toxic shit ever, ever. If we want to create more opportunities and abundance, then comparing ourselves is literally poison. Going to build a wall between us and our potential of bringing new things and being open to receive. So with all of that said, with whatever shift you are going through mentally, emotionally, physically, cycles and patterns 
you're trying to sift through and work through and navigate. Maybe you're doing some shadow work or trying to heal relationships with loved ones. Maybe you're grieving. Whatever this huge shift is going into the spring and summer solstice, well, summer solstice, embrace it. Embrace the pain. Embrace the breakdown because there's beauty in the breakdown. Embrace the challenge. Embrace the muddiness. Embrace the dirty feelings. Embrace the messiness. Embrace the discomfort and know that everything is temporary. Thank you guys so much for tuning in to that episode of the Vibe Within podcast. Um, It feels really amazing to have a community that gives a fuck even though it's instagram there have been so many people that i've met in person through just sending a dm or i've had people dm me um and meet up with me in philly for concerts and it's just cool to like meet somebody in human form um we're all the same we're all struggling it is what it is we're all gonna get through it um if you'd like to support this podcast in any way, you can um, donate to my PayPal, which is just linked to my email. It'll be in the show notes. I also still have a GoFundMe. Um, last year, I broke my arm, and I still have a lot of medical debt that I am sifting through. We all have debt, I know. So if you want to contribute to the production of this podcast or help me in any way you can also donate to that gofundme it's in my show notes as well i hope you enjoyed this episode uh share it review leave a star rating uh five stars would be great (laughs) um screenshot tag me on instagram my instagram is gypsy love flow tell me what you think about the episodes share this episode with somebody who you feel like needs to hear these words because sometimes we think all of these things, but we don't hear them. We don't hear them spoken into reality. So that's why I love listening to podcasts because my thoughts are like being spoken to me. So I get a lot of DMs from you guys telling telling me like, oh my God, this podcast episode, like it's like you know my life. It's because we're all going through the same shit. We're all going through the same situations just in different like dialects different little tweaks here and there so i love you guys thank you so much for tuning in and being being here and sharing space with this community if you don't follow me on instagram go ahead and follow me and dm me email me if you ever have questions or concerns or a topic you want to hear about um all right and until next time i'll talk to you later say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill.